Welcome to another episode of Soul Feeling, where you get your soul fed. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. And today we are talking about creating routines that help your life flourish. Soulmates is going to be so good because I know this is about to change all of our lives. So if you are ready to get your life on and pop in, stay here, tune in. But before we get started, you know what we got to do. I need y'all to subscribe. <laughs> I need y'all to leave a comment, say that you're here, say that you're ready to get these gems. And that's it. So we'll start off with our first segment, what fed our soul this week this is basically where we just talk about what fed our soul this week well I've been training this week and um had a few projects that I had to work on and one of them was a stress lesson and so I found a little video to help connect the kids with the lesson and so it was a video of Kobe talking about um sleep and meditation and how he used that to really push his efforts and get better in basketball because you know you're, as we get older, we're not 21, 20, we can't stay up all night and, you know, just wake up the next day and bounce back and, you know, no, we have to get our sleep so that we can perform better so that our mind is sharper and that we can do things. So it's just a little reminder that, hey, you really need to sleep, take that time to get the adequate amount of rest that you need, and then really taking that time in the morning or at night to meditate and get your day started. I totally, totally agree. Rest is so important. I literally ran into someone at the park last night and he was just talking about like, man, I just feel my body is just being weighed down. He was just like, I think it's time for me to just, you know, rest because we're always on the go, moving out here. But he's like, look, my body's saying, let's rest. And I'm like, I get it. <laughs> girl that wrist <clears throat> that wrist is king wrist is king because I, I forget what it was they say you know we go to the gym we push ourselves we you we're tearing our muscles but when your muscles actually grow is it when you are sitting down and you rest in it and you letting it recuperate and rejuvenate rejuvenate so yeah that wrist is like we grind 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 but where it really where you really are leveling up is when you're giving yourself that adequate rest yes. That's cool. my mom told me when we were still living together during you know earlier in the pandemic Mm -hmm. um, I was having like a thousand jobs and she really put this in perspective she was like girl you're tired because just like if you're if you're outside or at the gym 24 hours wouldn't your body be tired and she was saying the mm -hmm. same thing happens with your mind you're working for seven hours and then another three hours and another three hours after that it's just like you're tired your mind is tired so the same yeah. way our body needs to rest our mind needs to rest so also good. How, Jazz, what's your uh, what's your uh, soul feeling? Gym? My gym. Oh, yeah. for me, it's been organization. This week has been a week of just putting things in order. Um, I had to go get my new calendar. I don't know why it's February and I just got a calendar, but yeah, I was. Um, I, this week was one of those weeks of just like, okay, I'm getting all my tools. Yeah, my calendars, my planners, my you know, my, my little boards where I'm organizing things. And I can definitely say since I've incorporated these systems, 
which I already knew they work, but sometimes you just need that moment where you're like, okay, what am I doing? And so I just went to the store, um, Office Depot, and I just stocked up on all kind of office supplies and things of that nature. So my life has is, is been transitioning a lot smoother this week since I've had it. I have calendars and things like that. So organizational tools has been my gem of the week. <laughs> I love that so much. Like, and I, I like what you said. It's like, this is something like, like we already know, but <laughs> it's not until you implement it you know so it's just like there's so much stuff that we talk about on the podcast that we read on Instagram like we know what to do but it's up to us and our soulmates to do it obedience (laughs) so um real (laughs) yes so my soul feeling gym of the week came from I was walking in the park (laughs) I'm always walking in the park (laughs) but um I was walking in the park and I was overhearing a conversation with this mother and it's and their kid because she had said something that really like stuck out to me she was like is there any questions you want to ask I saw you staring at that lady and I, I was like Who, what is she talking about and so but then I realized and he's like no I don't have any questions um what I realized what she was saying so I looked further ahead and I saw this lady in like a job and like her her everything covered but her eyes but I thought this was so beautiful because I saw that this mom was using this as a teaching moment and so I know that she was saying like, hey, I saw you, st- like, I saw you're staring at this lady because she looks different than what you normally see, but um, do you have any questions? Because this was like a learning point that mm-hmm. was huge for her son to know that, you know, people are um, different, but that means you could, you don't need to stare or you want to treat them the correct way. Like, I don't know whatever the conversation was going, but I, uh, right. I don't know what she said after that, because I walked past her, but I knew that's where it was going. And I just saw a little white lady. And I just think that's just so important when they're young to point out, look, people are different, but we're going to treat them the right way. I love that because, you know, sometimes in the um, African-American culture, and not all cases, but in some cases, instead of using those teachable moments as teachable moments, we use them as moments of frustration or to belittle, like, uh, quit staring at them. That's rude to stare instead of, you know, teaching them, you know. I love how she piqued the curiosity. Like, I noticed that you were staring. Um, what what was it? About? Do you have any questions instead of quit staring at them? That's rude to stare, you know? So I, I love that. That I didn't think about that. We do be quick. What you say? <laughs> stop staring at you know stop staring at yeah that's so true when it it can be a we should look at some of these points as teaching moments like Mm -hmm. why you or girl why are you saying that like use that as a teaching moment like why did you say this um yes it's more introspective so that was definitely my soul feeling gem of the week I really what really just made me happy it's just like and I guess it's also tying into like uh, at my job, we had this anti, another anti-racism training. And um, of course, like what I just realized, I think it's just, I just love that people are really trying, trying to. Yes, we did too. Yeah, I appreciate that. Like, yes, it was a little awkward because it's like, you are saying like, as a white woman, blah, 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 and stuff like that. And our experiences are so different, but yeah. it's really nice to see like, they're trying and um, in the collective as a whole, 
whatever race you are, you know, I'm super black power all the time, but I'm super the collective of humanity just supporting exactly same same here and i love that because you know one thing we do have to constantly remind ourselves that not all white people are bigots or racist or 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 closed-minded or judgmental some people are really out here of all the cultures and races and ethnicities that are good-hearted people that really do want love and want to you know, see the betterment is all about the betterment of, of humanity. And so, you know, I'm really, really um, this year, 2021 and beyond it is it, I'm more focused on partnering and pairing with people with like minded energy, no matter what color you are. Of course, I still want black empowerment, black growth, black development in more ways than none, than none than ever should I say but I, I am not about closing off somebody because then that's just doing the same thing that the the uh, opposition is doing to us if we come with that same energy so yeah yes I totally agree so I'm so happy that Jasmine we started reading this book called the 5am club because it literally changed Girl. my life I didn't even, all I, all I know is the first sentence of the book in it. Y'all, <laughs> girl, the first sentence, the title, not even the first sentence, oh. the title, girl. And girl. so what, what's really funny, though, is I was in a, like, we have our Monday meetings, and we, we always, we always talk about our wins. So my win was, like, that I woke up at, at 5 a.m., and I had this routine, and I was yes. like, my dream, the 5 a.m. club. And I was like, I was really inspired by it. I was like, I didn't read it or anything. And they just started <laughs> laughing. And my CEO was like, sometimes all you need is the title. And I was like, that's so true. Because I was like, but the thing that you said on our last podcast that left the little cliffhanger is just like, yes, wake up at 5 a.m. But there's things that you need to implement. And so I just guess what it, what the things were that I need to implement. Like, what am I doing at 5 a.m.? I just looked into myself and see what I needed. Yeah. I'm happy to say that they lined up with the rule that you sent us. What has been y'all's relationship with routines? Well, so I have different routines. Now, if we're talking about my morning routine or just my life routine, like different routines in life. Oh, I'm just talking about like routines. I could like for myself, what I'm kind of saying is like, I've always winged it as a person. Mm-hmm. Just wing it figure it out very organic do what feels good that's not good though <laughs> that's not yeah. good. That's not a uh, scalable <laughs> not sustainable it, it doesn't like give you consistent re- results so but that's why I'm just so grateful that you brought this into my life and really made it like this is Girl, this book has been so like transitional so transformational maybe that's the word I'm looking for but yeah no seriously I, I can agree with you too so I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm in the split I'm a kind of a very routine person but that doesn't mean all my routines are good routines if that makes sense so I'm I'm typically good with with a routine once I'm dedicated to it once I say I'm sticking to it and I get past that first little week I can autopilot it. I have like these routines I do at work and just routines in the morning that I'm I'm pretty good. But then I, I will say I'm I'm human. I have been known to slip off some routines and just let life flow and go and you know just say everything's gonna work itself out, which 
after reading this book, I know that is not the case. So um, I'm gonna just pray about it and God gonna work it out, but God really wants us to take ownership and, and, and take that, that, that true leap and navigation over our lives. So, so yes, yeah, so, oh, and Kobe, Kobe, before I move any further, how is your, your routine like? Yes, I was gonna say, you know, it, I'm the same with you. Like, I understand the benefits of them, but I don't always use them. Like for hair, for example, <laughs> you know, I know for natural hair, you have to have a routine. You know, you have to routinely wash it, routinely oil it, you know, and if you don't, then you're going to have breakage. But, you know, like for instance, when it's sexy time, I don't want a routine. I don't want it to be the same exact way each and every time. Like, no, I want to switch it up. I want to be a little spontaneous. Do it over here, do it over there, you know. Hey. Yes, come on. Um, when I'm working out, yes, routine is beneficial. You know, um, with food, I can stick to a routine, but once again, it's one of those things where I like to, you know, go off of my taste buds. What am I, what do I have a taste for today? You know, but also I understand the benefits for time and efforts and you know, just for the sake of not eating at 10 o'clock at night. I have my meals prepared, you know, like I understand them, but you just have to figure out where to implement them in your life to save time, energy, money, whatever. But, you know, have fun when you can. Girl, I feel like, I think I feel like Kobe always reads me on this podcast and got no type of hair routine. I, I need I realized recently like I really need a food routine because like what I would do is like I have a like I have a good morning routine with like tea and then further into the day during my break I have like typically a smoothie but when it comes to lunch dinner like this girl is out here starving or out in the just <laughs> ordering my favorite from my Indian spot and I'm just like no like I have to do I have to have a plan for this because the reason why it's not working is because I don't have a plan for it but um girl girl talk about it girl that used to be me with my old morning routine before I discovered this 5 a.m club I'm like I'm a member I'm a real member now like forget a 24-hour membership club I'm a member of the 5 a.m club come on no but um no, I was like that because especially when it came to food, the food routine, when you don't know what you're going to eat. And, and I'm, I'm with Kobe. I, sometimes I need to, to stimulate my taste buds. But then other times I'm like, okay, if I would have prepared my food like I knew I should have, then I wouldn't even have to worry about all this brain power just going all over the place trying to figure out what I'm going to eat today. It takes a lot of brain power and then going to my morning routine that used to be a hot mess um it's just so much more before without even getting it to the 5 a.m club yet but waking up at 5 a.m i thought it was going to be the hor most horrible thing like did like oh i was going to feel like i was missing out on something but i feel like i'm gaining so much more because i would hate waking up you know after snoozing my alarm clock three times I didn't woke up 15 sometimes 20 30 minutes later than the alarm clock originally went off and when I look at the clock my first words is f I'm, I'm late like 
damn or you know I don't want that to be my first word waking up out of the day and then next thing you know I'm speeding I'm rushing I'm rummaging through stuff and you know I'm just getting out the door by hair chinny chin chin and you know playing speed racer on the highway trying to get to get to my destination no no more any of those days like honestly I've marked it in my calendar calendar and this is one of the reasons why I needed to get a calendar but ever since the the week we had the snowstorm was when I officially started the 5 a.m routine and I'm gonna tell y'all it wasn't like a today I'm gonna wake up at 5 a.m sets alarm get up exactly at 5 a.m so what I had started doing because it was a transition for me I, the earliest for some reason I could get up for like four days straight was six o'clock. I could not get 5 a.m. for the life of me, but I was like, okay, I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep on trying to wake up early. Even if I could just wake up at, at, at six, it's six Oh two. I'm like, okay, that's earlier than what I did yesterday or at five 59. It was closer to five o'clock. And so, you know, just being, when you are transitioning, well, maybe I'm jumping to a head, but just, just know it's not going to, is if this is something that's way out of your comfort zone, it may not be a smooth, a easy transition, but as long as you are putting forth that conscious effort to say, I'm gonna get up at 5 a.m., even if it's not right at 5 a.m., keep with it. Cause now I don't even get up at 5 a.m. I get up at 4 30. And I've been doing that for like three days. I'm like, okay, okay. So because my routine, and I'll tell you about that later, why I have to get up 30 minutes earlier than five so that it, right at five it can start. But yeah. But um, so where did did y'all wanna take it? Should we break down? Yeah, I definitely wanna break down the 2020 rule. Okay so important so if y'all are taking notes this is basically um what you should implement in your um morning routine and it's gonna right. look for everybody but the same uh foundational steps so let's go ahead for and real. talk about that real so yeah like you said uh, we know we supposed to wake up at 5 a.m like that's that's the the hardest most easiest part right so once you wake up at 5 a.m you're like okay wake up you look around okay what am I supposed to do just be awake at 5 a.m to say I'm up at 5 a.m no so in the book the 5 a.m club he calls from 5 a.m to 6 a.m the golden hour this is the time that you're rising before the sun it is known to be very very powerful when you rise with the sun or that's what he called it rise it before the sun and then as the sun is rising you're already awake taking in all of the solar energy and of the the universal cosmic energy along with using your energy so for the first and he broke it in sets of in, in increments of 20 minutes so when you first wake up for at five o'clock from 5 a.m to 5 20 the first thing you're supposed to do is move and when he says move he means you're supposed to get moving get active do some type of you know activity that gets you sweaty because when you wake up in the morning it is your your cortisol levels are the highest when you first wake up and cortisol if if you've been following our podcast you know that it is the stress hormone the hormone that causes you um, that that's linked to certain heart diseases, cancers, things of that nature. So it's this chemical that's released in our body, and it's it's it's, it's it is highest point in the morning. And so when you 
transition to working out, like doing something, you know, high intensity where it's, you know, causing you to sweat in that first 20 minutes, what it's doing is it's releasing the cortisol from your body and it's, um, it's releasing, uh, when I say releasing, it's removing, should I say removing? Cause when you say release, that can get a little confused, but it's removing cortisol from your body and allowing your body to release, um, release um, dopamine, oxytocin and serotonin inside of your bloodstream. So it's allowing it to fill your bloodstream with positive hormones, that hormones that put you in a good mood, give you high energy, high spirit. So like, I honestly noticed since I started doing this, I'm, I'm feeling like I had coffee this morning. I ain't drunk no coffee. I'm in a good mood. I'm happy. I'm energetic. I'm like, okay, so, so, so there's some truth to this science. So, you know, do something to get active in that point. And we call that, so and even it's even for a shorter period of time than 20 minutes. So the way he has it broken down on the book, you're supposed to move for only seven minutes. So do some jumping jacks, burpees, you know, something that gets your heart rate up, something that gets you pumping. You could go running, you could go do something really, really that gets you sweating for the first seven minutes. And then still in that first 20 minutes, you're going to work on something called exploring your heart set. And I thought this was just real deep because me and Tiff was having a, a, a text, a conversation via text. And we were talking about, you know, we never paid attention to, you know, breaking, separating heart set in your soul set. And so, so the first one is called your health set when you working out for seven minutes and now you're focusing on your heart set in that same 20 minutes. And so what you're doing, you're, yeah, for sure. Go ahead. Does it have to be seven minutes or could it be longer if you're like really trying to get in the like? Yes. And so for me personally, I'm doing it longer than seven minutes, but this is just what the book says. And he said, you know, tailor it to your own needs. And that's what in the question, the um, it's the a lady, her her character, her she's the entrepreneur, and she asked the same question. She was like, What if I want to, you know, work out a little longer? And he's like, Yeah, it, it's is the 5 a.m is completely up to you. You can tailor it how you want it, make it your own, make it something that, you know, speaks and resonates with you. So I, I work out a little longer than seven minutes. I'm doing that full 20 minutes. And then in the last, within the like 15 to 10 minutes, I'm, I'll take it and I'll start thinking about all the emotions as I'm working out. So I kind of like merge them, but this is just my method. Do, right, right, right. do do it how you choose, but like I'll set a timer for for within the first twenty minutes. So I got my overall timer for twenty minutes going, but then within that that twenty minutes, I'll set a ten minute timer where I'm just working out, getting active, and then after another ten minutes, um, after that first ten minutes pass, then I'm like, okay, now I want to free emotional stress. I want to get my heart clear. I'm thinking of my heart radiating love. Um, um, it says you you can even get a private journal. And you can write out just some real emotions. Maybe it's emotions that you felt about someone that you truly love. Maybe it's emotions that, you know, it's about a, a family member or about a coworker or, you know, whatever. It's just agonizing your heart, like, and you feel it. So you want to release that. And then, you know, call in love. And, you know, this is about your heart, tending to your heart, your emotional, you know, really tuning in with your emotions at this time. And so that's the first 20 minutes y'all want to stay right there y'all want to keep it going 
Sure. I just want to talk about how important it is to like, like you were saying, to like cater it to what you need. So I like the fact that you said wake up and move your body and get like high intensity because I haven't been doing that, but I can see why I should add that in. So what I've been doing to move my body is because I'm very not flexible. I can't sit crisscross. Like I can't even sit on my like legs. I can't touch my toes. This has been, it's been a very awkward childhood where everybody was sitting in crisscross applesauce. Um, but I was just like, there's so much tension in my body that I have to be able to open up like my hips and my pelvic <laughs> area and like just all of my body just because I walk so much during the day. And so what I'm saying is now I want to add in like that high intensity for like seven minutes and then, you know, stretch and calm down because I could really see how it could get your like energy pumping. Um, so I love that tip. Girl, no, you, I love that you you brought that up because actually, so what? why I say I wake up a little earlier than the actual 20, then five o'clock because I'm going to 24 hour fitness and I'm doing this in the steam room. So I'm like, so my first, um, my first 10 minutes, I'm actually stretching. I'm doing hot yoga for the first seven minutes for first 10 or seven minutes. And then the last part, I'm like, okay, let me do some jumping jacks, you know, something, some, some lunges, some, some box jumps or something like that to get my heart rate flowing. But I, I'm with you. Cause I, I'm brought up, we were brought up in basketball. So we were taught to stretch first and then go to the workout. So that that part ain't never left me yet. I'm like, okay, I, my muscles are a little tight and I, I just love doing yoga. So I have to do the stretching first and then I go into my workout. So that's a quick disclaimer I'm gonna just put out there. <laughs> I do wanna, so the first one is called, what's the first one called, move your body? Yes, it's called move. So that's, that's what I have written down, just move. And then during this time, you're moving, you're getting active, you're doing something to get you sweaty. Right, Very, that's <laughs> simple, whatever method you want to do for that. And I really do want to focus on the heart because the next one is soul. But I know that's something that we mix together so much. So Real. when I read this about the heart, I thought this was such a good tip because, and I'm really, I'm not surprised, but I was caught off guard when you said we wake up with the highest level of cortisol when we wake up. And I could totally understand that because you wake up and you're totally thinking about all the things that you need to do, all the, like you just, or things that happened in the past, maybe you're sad, maybe, you know, whatever feeling you have. So I think this is something I don't do. It's just like write down, like, how's my heart feeling? Um, to just put it on paper or, say it out loud. I think what I would do, because I haven't done this yet, is write it down to see like how I'm feeling. So mm. I can acknowledge those things. Um, yeah. Have a heart check and really deal with those things because I know like anxiety, sometimes we have these anxieties in our, in our lives and we don't know why we're even feeling this way, but this is a good way to like, you know, pinpoint where, why we're feeling a type of way. And so we could, you know, address it girl that 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 in and of itself like like you said sometimes we have these thoughts that's in our mind and then when we actually free them and when I say free them when we take them out of our mind out of the invisible world because nobody can see your thoughts you can't grab them touch them 
But when you put them out into the physical world by writing them down, it's like you're facing the, your thoughts. It's like you're letting your thoughts know, like, you have no more power over me. I'm looking at you. I see you now. But sometimes we're just letting our thoughts consume us and just run rampant in there. And we never really get a grasp on them. Like, we never really get a handle on, you know, what they're doing to us. And I love how you said, you know, I never put the correlation as to why the stress levels are high like that in the morning, but that makes so much sense because we are, our minds are thinking 101 miles per hour, like what I got to do, when I got to do this deadline, that this, that, and the third, or if you were like me waking up 30 minutes late, your first words is, damn, I'm late. When you first wake up, you thinking, you know, you just in rush mode and think about that. All that energy is bottled up first thing in the morning. So that's how we're setting the tone for the rest of our day. So we live in like that. We live in stress mode all day long without even knowing it because your your morning sets the tone for your day. And so if you have a, a peaceful, serene morning, you're going to most likely have a, you might have some hiccups throughout the day, but you'll probably most likely have a calm, you know, a, a grasp on your day. On the flip side, if you you know, running a million miles per hour in the morning, you're going to feel like you're doing that all day long. And then by the time you do finally hit your head, you're drained, you're exhausted. So move, heart, what's next? What's so next? The, the next 20 minutes from 520 to 540, if it, it is the reflect. This is the reflecting hour. And this is where he calls it, you have to work on your soul set. And your soul set, is you know your soul and during this time it's good to uh, meditate it's good to pray it's good to read spiritual text uh it's good he said in the book i also wrote some additional notes he, he said it's good to re-access your natural power and so I, that just made me think about literally how powerful we truly are like we get to call upon our natural power um this is time to boost your self-awareness to dissolve sh your stress, to fuel your happiness, to just help your, to reflect on your most divine self and divine abundance. So that, that point in itself is just like, I um, take this 20 minutes, me, I'm gonna just tell y'all what I do and then uh, how I like to use it. So the first 10 minutes, I like to pray, I mean, meditate. And then the second part, I like to pray. And so with the meditation, he said, even if you could just sit, simply sit there and try to just let your thoughts be uh, free and spend that solitude time with you and God, you're winning already. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's just anything that's really just feeding your soul during this time on a spiritual level. I love that. Because sometimes I feel like we neglect the, our mo the most high. Um, and so this is a time to really have that to start off your mornings with God. And that's something I just implemented to, as well after uh -huh. trying to figure out what to do. It's just like, read the Bible and pray. And not only pray for, you know, myself, but like, you know, we see people who are really going through things and praying for them as well. But like you said, it's everything that we're saying is like catered to how you your spiritual practices are and how you connect with the most high so I really love this one because it is so healing and I just think it's so important to 
you know, start your day off with God and get in tuned with your soul. And I love that soul is tied to God. <laughs> it's just like, it's so that's so beautiful to me. So no, I love that. I really, really agree. Cause you know, a lot of times we neglect our soul and our and I, oh, we neglect God and our soul, put it like that. And I think it's just beautiful. It's just beautiful because it's like you're really intentionally finding that time to to just give acknowledgement to God and and to just I don't know. When I, when I think about just how good God is, I just that sounds so cliche, but it's just like with all this that's just been going on, I've just been really, really enjoying connecting with God and just being thankful and especially yeah it's just we got so much to be thankful for like so so very much literally so much and what I like about what's in your routine with um the meditation and and prayer I I don't know if you said this or if I read this somewhere or heard someone (laughs) say it but they were just saying like prayer is when you're like asking God Mm -hmm. stuff like that but meditation is where you're, you're listening to what he has to say and so yeah. a lot of times we don't take that time to just be still and really say okay we ask you for all these things we thank you <laughs> you but what are you what are you trying to tell me what are you what are you saying <laughs> and so right. yeah like with reading the bible as well it's just like um <laughs> with reading the bible as well I was thinking about this with the job I have, we really are framework based. We're like proven frameworks, you know, let's implement those things. We know it works. And now I just think about Bible as a proven framework for our lives. Mm. So there's stuff that we go through that we might have written down in our heart journal. Um, and, and now we could find like messages to help us get through that with whatever spiritual reading that you're reading. And so, yeah. You know, to all tie together it does it really does yeah it even it even talks about in the book and there's one particular part and maybe we'll get to this today but it talks about how solitude solitude for a scheduled period of time each day it creates a positive environment that floods our creative energy and our happiness and just feeling uplifted because it's just like we it's 24 hours in the day and it's it's so often we forget to even give ourselves five minutes 10 minutes you know and so oh it's just so powerful when you really take ownership of your life take ownership of your time and be very very intentional and being strategic going back to you know what we were talking about in last week's episode being very strategic about the time that we use and use it wisely because it's like we already have everything we need within us. It's just up to us to tap into it and use the time that we're given so that we can pull out all the greatness that's inside of us. So I'm truly seeing this is like, this is like your, your gym, your gym for your, for your soul. This is where your soul gets stronger. Your faith gets stronger. Your, 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 your hope gets stronger. You know, all the things that's inside of us, that's going to, materialize all the things that we truly want so so yeah that that, that's that's the second 20 minutes and then the last 20 minutes from um from 5 40 to six o'clock this is the part y'all you can't leave this part off 
<laughs> this is the part that's called growth. So you, this is where you dedicate it to growth. And during this time, this is where you focus on your mindset. We always talk about focus on your thoughts, focus on your mindset. And then sometimes that's what we do the whole entire time. But this time is specifically geared towards your mindset. And what you can do during this time is read books. You can plan your day with your to-do list or your calendar. You can write an article. You can, um, you can, Wait, I think I, I'm, I I added something on this one. This is the time where you're focused on your personal mastery, your professional capabilities. You're increasing your basis of knowledge. This is where you outlearn your competition. You master yourself. It says leaders begin, oh wait, leaders begin on the outside. Wait, leaders on the outside begins within. You work on becoming a more valuable person. Um, you raise the value of yourself during this time. This is where your stock go up. Um, and you study the greats from the past and you model their behavior. So somebody that's just killing it in your field, you study their, their, their model, study what they're doing, study their systems and see how you can implement it into your business. And, and I think this is what made Kobe Bryant, Kobe the Bean, so great. Because his mamba mentality, how he always talked about how he would wake up at four o'clock in the morning, four to 4.30. And he was like, I was already three hours ahead of my competition when they were waking up at eight. So they could never catch up to me. I was just like, you know, now this all makes sense. Cause he was working on his craft, probably studying Michael Jordan and the Dr. Dre's and all the greats, you know, emulating and seeing how it, it worked in his model and taking out the things that they didn't. But I just, I just think this is beautiful because what I would used to do, I would just try to mesh all these things into one. I, you know, some parts I'd be meditating, parts I didn't know when I was supposed to read, but this has helped, this blueprint has really helped change because now I'm like, okay, in this 20 minutes, I don't have to focus on meditating right now. I'm only focused on reading my audio books, reading this book, reading the article, watching how to do this, or, you know, filling my mind with knowledge or practicing something. So this this is just super powerful you had anything no i i love that so much because you know i've always been the person to say i ain't got time to, like i don't have time to read but it's the little small things like guys we're talking about 20 minutes 20 minutes and another 20 minutes it's really broken down into something like that we spend idling um on social media or whatever, or distracted by something where we could really be intentional about where we're putting our energy. And so mm -hmm. I love this mindset one, because now I'm like, I still haven't finished the book, The Big Leap, but it's something I really want to do because I know that it's going to transform my mindset. And guys, mindset is such a huge part about having a flourishing life, because when you're equipped with the right mindset, you're able to attack your different problems differently, take action differently, that's what's really going to set you apart from the rest of the people on earth. Because like we were saying in our last podcast with DJ Elevated, we're bringing, we are, we have to change our lives from being consumers of everything that's been given to us, scrolling on social media, seeing what's on TV, 
but being intentional, intentional about what we consume. No, I want to consume a better, healthier mindset. I want to consume a mamba mentality so I could, you know, be successful and great out here. I want to consume a peaceful mentality, a, a easeful mentality, whatever you want your life to look like. And this is a great time to just do that for 20 minutes a day. Um, Girl, you hit it on the head. And then sometimes I'll be like, only 20 minutes, you'll find yourself wanting to even immerse longer because now... I may finish at six, but I'm like, I don't have to even leave to work for seven. So now I'm able to, you know, make those minor tweaks and adjustments to see, you know, maybe I can extend this for 30 minutes, this one for 30, and, you know, make it work for you. But it is something that's so powerful when you, when you really are just engulfing intentional and you don't have to feel guilty because that's what I, I would feel like I'm listening to this, this podcast right now, but I'm supposed to be doing this. Well, I'm, I'm over here trying to meditate right now, but I got this, this, this and that to do. And so, but if you strategically have, if you're waking up, rising earlier, you have so much more time and it frees you. And so when you are doing these things, when you're bettering yourself and your mastery and you're working on, you know, self, you don't feel like you're robbing something else of its time. So I just think it's so beautiful when you when you when you really join it the read the book, y'all too. Listen to the book, read it however you want to do it. I'm gonna still buy the book for my librarian, probably and read it as well. But it is so transformational. And it's it's a beautiful book, y'all, because it's written in a story. It's not written like most self-help books where it's just like strategies, tech uh, it's like super techy and strategy, strategy based, like giving y'all the technicalities. It's like it's a love story on top of it being like an adventure story, on top of it being like a, I feel like I was watching a movie, y'all, I swear. And so it's just something that's so, so beautiful because one character in, within the book, her, she's a, she's the entrepreneur and I resonated with her so much because, you know, she, she was, she was just in a place in her business where her business was doing well, but it wasn't, she, she just had a lot of fear. She was operating in a lot of fear. And so I remember being in that place of fear, um, just fear of what other people would think, fear of, you know, letting my family down, fear of this just being too much, fear of not knowing how to do it. But when you incorporate this 5 a.m. club, I don't know why, it just, it elevates every area of your life because you can strategically give time to your business at that time you can strategically think about your relationship at this this time and how to better your relationship with your friends your significant other your family whomever it's just it's everything is just all connected and coming full circle but yeah I, I, i'm just i'm elated i'm elated another thing i like about this part is it um calls for planning as well so you can use this time to plan out your day and that's something that i actually use this for is because my mind's so jumbled all the time, or if you have a lot of different responsibilities, you have to organize, okay, I'm going to do these top three things, or I'm gonna do this at this time, really planning out your your day. Um, and so I think that's a great, that's also a great thing to do. And that also alleviates any anxiety or, or stress that you may have of like, what am I supposed to do? Did I get enough done? Um, what am I gonna do next? Like. I think that's what really like makes gets me all weird like the unknown really messes me up which I know we had an episode about the unknown and the pros and cons of it but to be as much prepared as possible 
really does put your your life at ease and one like I had two I think my word for 2021 was ease um, along with I'm about that action the phrase and so but what I realized through this is that you have to set yourself up for ease and so just because it's, you want ease you have to work to have an easeful life um, and that comes with your different mindset that, that comes with setting up systems that works with that work that comes with reaching out for help when you need it. And so, um, so yeah, so I, all that came from that comes to also in this time, you can plan out your day or do the top, put down the top three priorities that you want to focus on throughout the day. True. And, and it does give you a, a major advantage that to-do list part, because when we really think about it, right, writing your to-do list, it don't take that much time. It don't, it doesn't, it take like maybe 10, sometimes even less time than that. Cause you're not really just trying to flood your to-do list with a whole bunch of things. You're more so wanting to put the important things on there. The things that, you know, what will make my life feel so much better if I just completed this thing. And so uh, it helps with the prioritizing. It helps so much with just getting it out on paper so that you can, you know, the, 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 the probability of you actually doing something when you write it on a to-do list versus you just keeping it in your head, the chances of it getting done when you put it on that to-do list, it increases. I don't know the exact percent by how much percent, but I just know it increases by a lot versus it being a wish to something that you're actually going to get done. Like you're putting true effort, true 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 you know true I don't know the word but like you're you're putting true action behind it and I found since I have been writing these to-do lists my days have just been flowing so much so much smoother I don't know like incorporating these to-do lists during that time it, it it makes you reflect not even reflect but it makes you think about your day in the future in a sense and so when you are going about your day it's like you already have your list in mind you're not you're not feeling pressed. You're not feeling rushed. You're not feeling like, it's like you have a handle on things. I don't know how to explain it, but it's a really good feeling to, to really sit there in the morning and write your to-do list out and just tell yourself like, okay, these are the things I, I'm going to get done today. Before the day actually starts getting out of control. It, that, that piece. Right. But, yeah. Also, I just want to point out because the reason why I keep saying like the top three things because the, the to-do list doesn't have to be long, especially if it's a day. The three important things that you want to get done, um, put them there. And then also the reason why it's so important is because there's always something to do. So mm -hmm. this keeps you focused. Like I need to do these three things, but the reason why we don't do these big things is because there's always something else to do. Oh, no, I got to clean up. No, mm -hmm. I got to walk. No, I, I got to post this on social media. It's yeah. Like, things did you get those done because we will, it's so easy to there's always going to be something for you to do it doesn't matter so put Real. out three or whatever list of things you have to do and, and focus on those right and everything else just bonus after that bonus okay Nathan, real good. <laughs> i love that i love that so is that the last one yep that's that's the 2020 formula i mean the 2020 formula it's just those three um, 20 minute increment increments that would change your life to practice mastery. So move, reflect, and grow. 
that that's that's the three the top three the big three uh, that's so good but I definitely want to ask Kobe as her being a new mother um because I, I want to know what the mother's aspects on the uh as what's the perspective on this is because I wonder if anybody's listening to us like oh that's cool for you like <laughs> you know you well you have a kid as well but um but I want to know from like a mother's eyes how do you feel how doable how practical is this routine Kobe that's good you know I'll, I'll say this you know, it's some days where I might get breakfast in at seven. Some days I might not eat breakfast till 10. You know, it just depends on the day. But, you know, I, I'll just say you put effort towards the things that you really, you know, want to do. So at the end of the day, um, I'm going to get my breakfast in. You know, the time may be off. You know, I'm going to do the things that I need to do. It's just, it might not be, you know, when I want to do it. And I'm giving myself that grace to get back into the routine of things and to find that rhythm again. But it's it's definitely doable. It's not, I'm not going to sit here and tell myself like, oh, no, I can't do it. I can't do that. I'm not going to sit here and make excuses for myself. Like, no, if I'm being real, it is going to be hard. It's going to be challenging on some days, but it is definitely doable. I love that. I love to hear that, you know, because I just wanted a different perspective on that because I know, you know, when you're not just taking care of yourself, but I know how important it is to take care of yourself so that you're able to pour it into others. You know, if your spiritual is good, if you have move your body, you're feeling great um, and you're in, in your in your purpose, you know, you're going to be able to be a better anything, spouse, mother, aunt, you know, fiance. <laughs> so yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, and I, I you know, I like what Kobe she pointed out because it's like we tell ourselves we we do what's important to us, right? Mm -hmm. And for a long time, oh now I'm gonna bounce back to myself. For a long time I thought you know, I thought this was important with, you know, getting a routine and getting structure over my life, but it was something that I just kept putting on the back burner. Like, I can't do that because I can't do this because, you know, given, oh, he, he had a quote for excuses, but I can't even, I didn't write it down. This would have been perfect to, to plug that little quote right there, but I can't remember it. Um, but, but what, what I found now, when you have a newborn, I feel like it could be, it can be a little different. Like maybe this, this is a transitional just because of the sleep schedule. So I can't really speak from personal experience from that. But I know when you have like um, adolescents or toddlers, it can be easier to wake up earlier because this is when the world is sleeping. This is where you get the most quietest time. This is where you can really get true me time. And that's why I like it because once I wake up, once I wake up and everybody in the house is up, you know, it's a lot of us here. And so I'm like, ooh, you know, but from the, cause I, you, you know, it would, it would be some of those mornings. The first thing I would wake up to is, all right, what are we eating for breakfast? Or, you know, what we got? And I'm like, ooh, I ain't, I ain't had time to get my morning zen in yet, you know? And so with waking up earlier, it does, you know, help me, you know, prepare myself so that I can be ready for, for the family, you know, so I can have that energy for the family to give 
to them. But like you said, Tiff, it's like making sure you're full first so that you can have something to give to everybody around you. Yeah. And I'll say this to add on to that. Um, I watched this movie by Denzel the other day and it's called The Little Things. And he kept saying, it's the little things, right? So you can go to bed 20 minutes early. I mean, earlier, yeah, you can go to bed 20 minutes earlier and then you can wake up 20 minutes earlier. Like it's those little bitty things. You know, you're sleeping in, you're hitting the snooze button three times. That's time where you could have got up, did your, you know, 2020. You know, um, you sitting in a bed, spending 20 minutes on your phone, scrolling through Instagram. That's 20 minutes you could have, you know, did, you know, you could have moved, you could have been reflecting, you know, whatever. Like, so it's the little things, like the little changes that you can make that can have a huge impact on the end. Girl, real. That's good. <laughs> it makes me think of something you said, Kobe, on another podcast about when we were talking about money and um when we were talking about how investing yourself is so important and so this is the same thing with time you said well you're going to spend that money some way anyway so are you going to spend that money on you know fast food movies going out all the time things you don't really need or are you going to spend that money investing into yourself buying courses investing in your business etc etc same thing with your time are you going to spend that time scrolling on social media, laying down all the time, you know, or are you going to spend that time, you know, moving your body, meditating, putting your heart checklist. And so that's such, and I'm glad you said the little things because the little things really, truly in everything in life, make up, make up your life. They really do. So I know we want to go through all these, the, we had a whole nother little article we want to talk to you guys about but we will definitely say that for another podcast where we kind of went ham on this but one of my last nuggets is though we're talking about a morning routine now that I have a pretty solidified morning routine and after this podcast I'm gonna change up some things I realized that I also need a night routine (laughs) I realized that I would like stay up working and I just like oh I need a night routine too I need to stretch I need to pray I need to you know, have a way to, you know, go to bed happy so I don't have to wake up with the cortisol that you were talking about. And then also another thing I just to throw into, to, as we're talking about routines is it actually, it was you and Deborah who inspired this thought in my mind. It was, I saw, when I saw you guys go out on y'all's friendship date, it was just so cute to me. We have to, although we're talking about um, all these things for ourselves, we have to have a routine for, we can have a routine for our friends and family. So one thing that I'm doing now with my dad is um, every Monday, we're going to go walking together because I want my routine, like I want my life to be made up of the things that mean the, uh, the, the, the world to me. And so putting, put people into your routine too. have a friend date once a month uh you know you know uh, what really brought me to this was uh you know how olivia pope used to have those dinner dates with her her dad like every sunday yes because sometimes when we're like working on ourselves building businesses building a family we forget you know 
relationships are so important. So work that into your routine as well. Wow, that's that's good. That is so true. That's what we do it for, for the people we love. Exactly. I love that. And real quick, I just want to go back on your night routine because they did talk about that in the book. And so just, I do want to share like one tip that they said that was, that can truly, truly help increase the melatonin. That's the hormone for sleep. And so, and one thing I didn't know, I had to share this with my students because, you know, since this Texas storm has hit, well, I'm calling it the Texas storm, but the winter storm has hit us. A lot of them has been, they have been dealing with sleepless nights. Like I did a check-in with them and all of them was like, I, I'm, I, it's hard for me to go to sleep. I can't sleep. I can't sleep. And most times because so many thoughts are just flowing through your brain, like you're just overthinking, playing replaying situations playing future situations that probably won't happen just not really having a way to clear your mind so one is clearing your mind maybe talking to god maybe trying to do a, a shorter quick meditation and just freeing your thought your thoughts and then another thing that decreases our melatonin is our our camera screens i mean our cameras our phone screens take screens from technologies ipads things like that because there's this technology called the blue screen that's inside of our our devices and we can't it look it doesn't look blue but it's something that's blue in, in there and it it basically triggers our our neuroreceptors and it causes us to lose the not lose but it causes the the melatonin hormone to not be reproduced i mean not be produced at the time that it's supposed to be produced i.e nighttime when we're about to go to sleep so it decreases that so the more we're scrolling that's why it seems like you know you could just be scrolling start scrolling at 10 and before you know it it's two o'clock in the morning and you don't even feel like you've been scrolling that long because it decreases the melatonin so he in the book he talks about like removing technology the last I mean the the last 10 to 15 minutes before you go to bed and then think about it all those things that we're swiping and seeing those are getting in our subconscious mind and so when we go to sleep we most likely dreaming about some of those things or those things are being carried over into our subconscious mind that we are seeing on social media so try to I know that's the best time quote unquote the best time to just lay down and decompress and just start swiping but I even have to tell myself to like okay I'm trying to do my night routine right now so let me put the technology down and you know get this in because it's always gonna be a gajillion more things to swipe you you never gonna miss out because it's always gonna be something interesting to see so just let it go guys that so you can really truly you know have a peaceful uh, a real fulfilled night sleep but yeah that's all i got that's all right y'all so what time is it it's affirmation time it's affirmation time it's affirmation time y'all this is your first time tuning in on the soul feeling podcast we always 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 end our podcast with a positive affirmation so what the heck is an affirmation an affirmation is any statement that you are using to transform your life. Either you transform your life for the good or you transform your life for the not so good. In the Bible, it states, let the weak say, I am strong. So on all those days, you're not feeling like your best self, you're not feeling good, you're feeling sick and tired, down and out, whatever the case may be, instead speak positive uplifting things over your life. No, you may not believe it at first, but keep speaking it long enough until your, it sinks in and resonates with your subconscious mind. 
I am, there's three of us and I'm affirming that there are millions, billions, trillions and generations to come that are out here tuned into the Soul Villain Podcast. So we're gonna go ahead and end this thing off with our positive affirmations. Who wants to go first? I can go. I have a flourishing morning and night routine that creates a flourishing life. I got one. I'm gonna steal another one from the 5 a.m. club. I am part of all there is. The great power of the universe is within me. All I desire within me is acted on faith, positivity, expectancy, purpose, and conviction is on its way to me. And if I wish, and if my wishes do not come true, it is because something that is simply better is on its way for me. And I believe all this to be true. Girl, you got me. That triggered a whole nother podcast in my mind. Because, okay, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this one thing. Well, something I wrote down is um, with routines, we have to, some things we're just going to have to let go in life. And so to create more space to do the things that um, God wants us to do and the things that are priorities. So like you're saying, um, at the end of your affirmation, you know, you want to make sure like, if it's not for you, let it go. Release. Real. So you can create more, more magicalness in your life. Make time for that. Yes. 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 I love it. I am doing the little things to create a routine of peace, love, joy, and happiness in my life. I love you so much. Yo, y'all, soulmates, if you listen in, I really love this podcast. <laughs> I love this. I love this episode. Um, and I pray that you implement this as well as we implement it as well. And so we can have magical lives. And um, make sure if something resonated with you, please tag us, put it on Instagram, share it with a friend so more people can get their soul fed. Also, wherever you're listening to us, make sure that you subscribe. Um, we're on Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, Apple Podcasts. And Apple Podcasts is pretty special. So if you give us a five-star rating and write something soulful and sweet, it will really help us get up and up on the rankings, which will help uh, more people get impacted from soul feeling. And so that's all we really ask of you is to interact with us. And we love you so much. Yes, until next time, soulmates. We love y'all. Thank y'all so much. Bye. Bye.